0: Hey everyone, thanks for joining us this week. Hey
1: everyone, this is KJ. And this is Jared. And this is not a terribly good podcast. (laughs) What do you have for us this week, KJ? Well, let me tell
0: you, Jared. (laughs) Last, uh, yesterday, yesterday I started watching lord of the rings on hulu because they just put it up i guess um that movie's 20 years old the Fun. fellowship the fellowship of the rings is almost well almost because it came out in 2001 damn right makes you feel a little bit old
1: yeah i remember going to those in high school i guess and, right like and fuck that means twi- high school is yeah 20 years ago i was gonna
0: say i hit i hit 20 years uh because i graduated in 2001 so i hit 20 years in the Next June, basically.
1: Yeah, I was class 03, so that's coming up.
0: Yeah. I didn't go to my 10-year reunion.
1: Like, my class had one, and I, I guess it ended up being like six people getting drunk on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Well, because you
0: didn't have a very large class, did you? It was
1: you? 60 in my high school class, I think.
0: Okay, yeah. And it was like, I, there's there's about 12 people that I talked to from high school, and they're all on Facebook and so I don't actually need to go to a reunion because there's nobody else I want to see there. Like Facebook will give me the notifications all the time. They're like, "Hey, here's somebody you might be friends with." N- no, <laughs> I didn't like them back in high school. I
1: don't, I don't think I'm in regular communication with anyone I went to high school with anymore. There were some people, you know, like you talked to through college or uh, you know for for the first five years or so. But I yeah, mean, now I think occasionally I see one person. Yeah, uh, sometimes who also shops at the same Home Depot, and oh, it's just like, yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah, then, I was gonna and say, and we keep walking.
0: I, I randomly, I'll randomly run into somebody that I went to school with, out in town. But so many of them that like were actually, I was actually close with, moved away. So we only have Facebook to um, stay in touch with. So, but they're not gonna come back for the high school reunion either. So it's like, mm, I don't really need to go to Fizzy's and get drunk i mean i can do that any day <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah uh man there was a there's there was one guy who i didn't i never really talked to him in high school and then two years ago he shoots me a message on facebook like hey man um it turns out i am homeless can i come live with you
0: oh and wow like, i was like, totally expecting like hey i'm starting this pyramid scheme do you yeah, want to get no, in?" no <laughs> no no
1: um <laughs> i'm like hey man that that sucks, okay, but it, like we we weren't close enough to have moved in together in 2004 <laughs> when you know when both of us were going to the same college. Um now uh, I have a kid <laughs> in real house and you have a drug problem. And wow. I don't I don't think this is in the cards.
0: Yeah, that's that's not a good environment for a toddler to be around, but Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Wow, that's funny. Like most of the people, like, I'll get friend requests from people that I vaguely knew in high school. It's like you you get a friend request and you look, okay, who is this person? Well, I kind of recognize that name, and it was like, oh, they're friends with a bunch of people I know. And so I'll ask my my best friend to be like, hey, who is this person? Oh, we played football with them. Oh, that's cool. I I don't care. <laughs> it's like I've got enough people on Facebook that hate me for my random posts. I don't I don't need another person. I post a lot of shit on Facebook. You
1: do. You get in a lot of fights. I, it's and, fun, and you pick fights too. I do
0: pick fights. I do, like
1: especially with Matt.
0: <laughs> yeah, he makes it so easy, though. He like does. he does. He enjoys the the banter, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, he's definitely baiting people. Oh yes. Like he, yeah. He, he he wants people to come. There's and, no way he believes argue. half
0: the crap that he posts either. So, but there is. I I do get in. A lot of fights. I like to troll the local news station. Are, a you, lot.
1: are, are you one of those bubbles?
0: So, like, they'll post an article, and it's it's clearly clickbait to you know for their advertisers and stuff like that. So, I'll post all the facts from their article in the comments so that nobody gets to see the advertisements because you know, <laughs> eh, why not? That's that's journalism, right? Of some kind. <laughs> it's, it's what passes for journalism now. Like, people
1: go to school for that. (laughs) Like, you can go and get a journalism degree and then... About clickbait? Now. I I mean, I I think if you're paying for it, that's hopefully they're teaching you that since that's what the industry is.
0: I guess, yeah. I don't know. We say this, and and if this show gets any sort of popular, we will totally post clickbait, too, just because that's... You won't (laughs) believe what Jared said this week. (laughs) Uh yeah, but I mean I'm sure we'd end up having to hire somebody else to do that because I'm don't have the attention span to do that at all.
1: I'm kinda of surprised you have the attention span to do this.
0: Yes. Well it does take me a full week to edit an episode. I feel week. <laughs> it really <laughs> does. <laughs> Cause I'll start. No, ninety percent of that problem is a four-year-old who wants to be involved. And, oh, dad, can I see? Dad, can I see? No, dude, it's it's us talking. Okay, well, let me hear. And then he'll have to put on headphones to hear. I don't hook those headphones up to the computer <laughs> at all. <laughs> so he's just running around the house with the headphones on his head.
1: I don't think I'm there yet with, with my kid. I tried to play some Xbox while she was up for, like, the first time ever. Oh, wow. And uh, and I gave her the second controller, and she wasn't buying it.
0: Yeah, no. they They, yeah. Uh, I had... What I did with uh, with my oldest was I would hook the controller up, um, and so the power came on, so it looked like it was hooked up. I just wouldn't activate player two. It's like, "Yeah, you're totally playing." And then I, you know, hide the controller
1: <laughs> or something. I, I tried um, to play Xbox when right a little right after uh, she started walking. Yeah, and there's a just a big light on the front of it. So, <laughs> so let's and, go yeah, push that button. It's, it's a big, yeah. It's a it's a fun light that makes cool beeps. Mm-hmm. Same problem with our dishwasher <laughs> all the time. I'll just I'll, I'll I'll be in another room trying to trying to do something, and I'll just hear doo like Yeah, the, the, the dishwasher power down, and like, ah, yeah. I <laughs> it goes right the, in the middle the, of a the cycle. The, there goes an hour.
0: Uh, oh man, yeah. Yeah, Xavier was like that too. We actually had to mount the T V up on the wall just so he'd quit pushing buttons on the TV. So and then he has his own he had his own remote that I left. I put batteries in so that all the lights lit up on it and he would just mash on that thing. And then he'd get pissed off that it wasn't changing the channels yeah. on the TV. And meanwhile I've got another T V hooked up in some other room of the house that's just changing channels. <laughs> just yeah, I, going I'm going it down.
1: I went through two remotes with our kid. Um One, I just super glued the panel shut. Oh yeah, and then and let her chew on it, and and like she could tell the weight was different. (laughs) (laughs) Kids, man. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, and the the first one didn't match, so we had to go with that one. And then it still didn't keep her interest, but it did like I think teach her that remotes weren't fun. Yeah, there you
0: go. At least there's that. There's, I say, there's a, a remote for some kind of LED. Like, he can change the light. You can change the colors and everything like that. It's a little LED remote um, for some, like, nightlight or something like that that he walks around with, and he's clicking the button. But he pretends that's a phone. I don't know why he's got it in his mind that this little thing is a phone, but that's his phone, and he loves that. He has a smartphone, like, old smartphone that we broke <clears throat> that we still – I mean, you can still use the touchscreen on it so he can go and play around with it all he wants and make, you know – make it beep and he likes to call the operator (laughs) the automatic recording that says this phone's not hooked up yet he'll talk to her too (laughs) i
1: I do gotta say you you and marianne got me real good what'd we do Uh, so i gave um i gave your kid that steering wheel because i thought it'd be crazy annoying and loud oh yeah and then uh my kid's birthday um you guys gave us that little ice cream thing uh, I, I, I think I'm terrible at knowing who, but I'm pretty sure it was, that's what Marianne rolled up with, his little push cartons, fake plastic ice cream deals. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Yeah, like, I don't expect you to know, honestly. <laughs> like, I, well, I, no, because I, I couldn't go.
0: Yeah, yeah. A,
1: yeah. like I, I don't know what my wife gives to most people that aren't even my friends.
0: Yeah, because I was at the, I was doing the show. I was doing the gun show, so I had but, to stay at the booth.
1: But it has, there's a button on it that plays music. Oh, boy. And it, it doesn't, like, die off. It doesn't... It, it just it just starts, and it goes <laughs> forever. <laughs> and, and Riley's decided that the music must always be on. Oh, no, boy. No matter what. That's... Like, n- not even... Like, I don't even try and watch TV that I want to watch or anything. Like, if the TV's on, uh, then it's it's Disney or, you know, whatever right. that she wants to watch, but the music has to be on. So, the same four-second loop of a song... <laughs> <laughs> it's by far the worst—the worst thing that she's ever got.
0: Uh, yeah, it's that. So that steering wheel that you got, Xavier, is—he uh he still like he plays with it, but he he gets in trouble with it real quick because the only time he really wants to play with it is when he's supposed to be eating dinner, and so he'll pick it up like, "Hey, go go sit down and eat your food." Like we'll let him have the tablet so that he can you know because he's. He's four. He's ADD. He's got to be, he's got to do like four different things at the time, same time. But he like refuses to like eat. So he's got to stand up and he'll walk around and then he'll look at me and he'll lock eyes and he'll walk over and he'll grab the steering wheel and he'll pick it up and he'll push the button while making eye contact. Like maybe, it, maybe, if keep, <laughs> maybe if I keep him hypnotized, he won't yell at me right. for not eating my chicken nuggets. That kid, like he fights on the dumbest things in the world too. It's like I understand if mom makes something that you smells kind of funny. Whatever, you know, you you're throwing this back at on chicken nuggets right now. Like you are fighting chicken nuggets and ranch, like your two favorite things in the world, and you're like, no, I don't want to eat them. They're hot. They've been sitting there for twenty five minutes. They're cold. <laughs> the word you're looking for is cold. Yeah. How does Riley eat? Is she terrible? Terrible.
1: Right. Um, I have figured out I can, I can help, uh, get her, get her going if, uh, like if she's having chicken nuggets or whatever, it was normally she eats fine. But then, um, you know, I think she gets tired of stuff or just isn't hungry. Cause grandma comes over and lets her snack and, oh, and do yeah. whatever. So, but anyway, I can say like, um, Oh, Oh, are you not going to eat that? I want to, I want to have it. And then she goes into mine. Mode. Oh yeah, and then she will one. she will make like a four chicken nugget stack and take a bite out <laughs> of all of them, like it's a giant, <laughs> like it's a big burger. That's <laughs> and all. then, and then I'm like, okay, you know, like if you think that's gonna scare me off eating one of them, I don't think so. <laughs> and then she'll take another giant bite, and that's she's just marking her territory. Uh, at
0: least you got the you're at the mind stage, so you can play into that. If I would have done that. Fine. I'm going to eat them. He up, Okay, here you go. You know, <laughs> can I go have fruit snacks? No, you can't have fruit snacks.
1: Turd. All the time. Like Melissa gave her an advent calendar for, for Christmas yeah. this year. So, it's, you know, it's one tiny little piece of candy a day. Yep. And like she's doesn't get the one a day kind of thing. Yep. Like, she'll drag me around and she'll go, you know, come. And grab my hand <laughs> and drag me across the house and point up to it. I'm like, no, I don't. No, you had your candy, <laughs> or you know, like I never know what day it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now I I gotta think like, and it's the numbers are all out of order. Oh, I'm like is is it the fourth? What is it like? Um. So and is this? Yeah. So then so I add, like uh, I'll ask the kid like it's gonna help. I'm like, did did, like, did you already have candy today? And she goes, no. Like you're gonna make me go look at my phone, huh? Yeah. What kind of a advent calendar is it? It has Santa on it. Like,
0: so it's one of the pre ones that already has the candy in it. Yeah,
1: it's just you you know you punch the squares out and there's a tiny piece of chocolate or whatever.
0: Marianne got one that was for uh, it's a it's actually a, a house that has a little light in it, so it'll sit up on our mantle and it's like on each side it has a bunch of little drawers, so you can refill it every year. Which is kind of cool. And she's got the, like, every other one is a little toy that she got from, like, the dollar store or something. Like, it's a little micro toy or whatever. And so, it'll have, you know, she'll put that in there. And then a piece of candy will be in the next one. and
1: yeah, yeah, these are, like, little dime-sized pieces of chocolate that oh, yeah. she still gets all over her face somehow. <laughs> mm. it's like Melissa's on her way out the door for work. And she's like, have, have fun with that. It's just chocolate hand. It's an impossible amount of chocolate for the size of this candy.
0: Uh hope it's not doo-doo. uh so what do we start off what do we
1: start off with? uh you were apparently a cock block as a kid,
0: yes, so this is how it started, so I was like how I remembered this story as i I sat down yesterday, I wasn't feeling great, so I was like laying on the couch, just trying to chill out, and I started watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so circling back to 20 minutes ago.
0: <laughs> so in the beginning of that, they're having the birthday party for, for Bilbo and um Frodo comes and sees Sam like nursing his beer and he's like, Go ask that chick for a dance, you know, the the love interest of Sam Weiss, Rudy, Rudiger. Um <laughs> whatever <they get. laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Sean Austin. That's who plays that's who plays Sam.
1: Aston? Austin.
0: Austin. Aston. I don't know. Goonies? The, the, that go- guy. The Goonies. Rudy. Guy. Is Rudy? I'm Rudy is Rudy. Um, so he's like, Yeah, go ask so and so for a dance or whatever. And he's like, nah, she doesn't want a guy like me. It's so like Frodo all bro style, like, Oh, fine, let's go get another beer. Oops. And they, like, pushes him into her so they they start dancing. And it was like a total bro move. Like, you're helping your buddy get laid. That's that's great. And then I remembered Um, how I cock-blocked my buddy Curtis in middle school. We were at, uh, I think it was like Halloween or something like that. It was a Halloween party. It was like the first boy-girl party that I ever went to that wasn't like strictly chaperone type thing. And uh, we were in my buddy's basement. And uh, Curtis had this uh, crush on this chick. Like super hardcore crush, right? And so we are playing truth or dare, in the basement. And it comes up to his turn. And I say, truth or dare? He goes, dare. <laughs> Do I dare him to to kiss his crush? Nope. <laughs> I dare him to crush up a smarty and snort it like Coke. <laughs> <laughs> like... Cause that's gonna be funny, because he's gonna start geeking all over the place because it's sugar going up your nose. I didn't think that he would actually like do it. No, this dude, he doesn't back down from a challenge, especially in front of his his crush. So he crushes it all up and he rails that thing like a champ and immediately gets a bloody nose (laughs) and starts sneezing blood all over the place. (laughs) Oh man. And I'm laughing. And it doesn't occur to me until, like, later on when when one of our other friends goes, why didn't you, like, dare him to kiss uh, – I can't even remember her name now. And I was like, I didn't even think of that. That was – because that's not funny.
1: Like, that helped him. That's, do, you know, do you know how boys work? <laughs> like,
0: I don't know if you know this, but I'm, like, I don't know, 13 at the most.
1: 10 times out of 10, a 13-year-old is screwing over their friend.
0: Yeah. It's like, that's not funny. If we had bikes down here, I would have dared him to jump something. I mean, kiss a girl. What what, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. That was... And I just... I I remember it vividly because it was the funniest thing in the world. It was like just... His face all wrinkled up. and just started bleeding profusely out of the nose. It... <clears throat> he probably should have gone to the hospital, but he just kind of sneezed a bunch, and then eventually we got the bleeding to stop, and we went back to the party. He ended up getting a kisser, I think. So we played spin yeah. the bottle so later. Win, win, <laughs> so win. Somebody figured out how to like get Jared to stop cock blocking people. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I had to share that story because I. If by some small miracle that dude ends up hearing this podcast, I'm sorry, dude. I should have let you kiss that random. I don't even remember her name. I, <laughs> that was so long ago. Uh, so anyway, I don't know. Do you have any stories like that?
1: About being a little asshole? Yeah. I mean, well, Well, okay, uh, well uh, I mean, I got a lot of those stories. <laughs> um, but about cock a friend? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it didn't bring anything immediately to mind. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that group of friends. We hung out like we were inseparable from 7th like all of 7th and 8th grade. And then when we all became freshmen um in the in the school district, we split into two different high schools. And so me there was there was like two or three of us that went to the new high school that they just built, and everybody else went to the old high school, so they all got to stay together and um <coughs> i well, I don't know if they're still friends now, I don't ever see them, but I haven't ran into them in about you know twenty years <laughs> i mean joined the joined the air force right out of high school, I lost touch with everybody, yeah, I mean especially since it was two thousand and one you know I, th-
1: things got a little busy things,
0: things got a little out of hand that fall so um yeah cuz i was in i was in basic training for that all all that mess so i didn't uh, <laughs> i didn't end up coming back home for quite a while
1: i was i was out in texas and um i i told you this before that um i turned 16 like right around 11 like, right like the week before and then we moved up here a little bit you know like a couple weeks later um but Oh, yeah, I, I got up here, and um, so, you know, of course, 9-11 is still every, everything anyone talked about. And all these kids up here saying, oh, yeah, you know, that, that morning, you know, we were just uh, just getting into school because two-hour time difference between here and Texas. Right. And, they're like, they sent us home. I'm like, I didn't get to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get a day out of school for this. Like, we got to sit around and watch the news all day, they wheeled the TVs in, and that's all we did. But, like, I didn't get to go home.
0: I think my little, if I remember right, my little brother got into a fight uh, at school because of that. Because he was sitting in class and some kid goes, oh, that's cool. And he just lost his shit and just like ran over and started hitting the shit out of this kid. He's like, my brother's in the military. He's going to die now. And it's like, bro, I'm in the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that that's not going to happen. I think
1: the the greatest part about that military surge the most annoying um i you know i, I went to the garden then came back and, and went to college a, a year later right and then so you know i'd already had a couple trips on run belt and was doing all that um and then still going to school on the gi bill and then sitting in class with all these rotc kids oh my god and then you know talking world history talking you know iraq the iraq war was going on and all that stuff and then and uh watching these ROTC kids stand up and go, "Well, as a member of the military, <laughs> my opinion is pump the brakes, like, kid. <laughs> <laughs> sit your ass back down. You you put on some camo Thursday mornings and and run around. <laughs> and that is it. Like yeah. I have been deployed. You know, there there are other like I still didn't you know, like I still didn't call myself a veteran even then. Right. You know, the the stuff we did was easy. Yeah. You know, but there were literally, like, guys who had been in Iraq and Afghanistan and been in combat in those same rooms and just watching them, watching their reactions to these ROTC punks.
0: So when I finally got to go back to school, it was 10 years after I enlisted. So, it like, well, about eight. Yeah. So when I finally got to go back, there was a whole bunch of, vets and the community college had a really good program they had a vet uh like a vet group that met they had their own room we had a we call it the panic room it was literally a dark padded room that we can go into and scream if we wanted to because it was just like every once in a while you'd hear just some of the dumbest thing in the world that happened i couldn't get my homework done because of the coffee shop it was like a I'll be right back. I'm going to go outside and have a cigarette and try not to throttle this kid who's making up the dumbest excuses in the world. <coughs> and I, <laughs> I had one um, one professor, and I don't remember what subject it was. it was. I took a lot of easy classes, and it was just like, I don't want to come back to this class anymore. Can I just, like, email you for the assignments and just do it that way because – you spend more time talking to these kids about why they couldn't do their homework than actually teaching this class. And he goes, yep. <laughs> and I didn't have to go back in. I checked my email. He's like, this is what we were supposed to work on today. And I'd write up the you know half page paper on whatever chapter it was. I think it was like business or something like that. And then that's a, that was one quarter as I just, <laughs> just emailed it <in> and <laughs> all my assignments and just didn't go. <laughs> I don't want to listen to this bullshit anymore.
1: Got a lot of hookups. Like some professors were pretty understanding about it all, and then others, you know, like didn't care. Uh, I got to go do that Honduras trip for two weeks. Oh, yeah. And a week of it was on spring break. So, um, you know, uh, uh, chi- uh chief gave me the call and was like, hey, you know, like, would you like a two week vacation <laughs> <laughs> to Honduras? I was like, you know, uh, when, you know, so it was going to be spring break and then the first week of classes. So um, I already signed up. I just started emailing professors saying, hey, I'm doing a trip in the military. I can't tell you where it is. <laughs> 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 um, Pull that card. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just saying, hey, you know, um, I can make up uh, wh- whatever first week stuff there is. If you give me the syllabus, um, you know, count me out for tennis or I don't care. Just, just please don't drop me. Right. Uh, yeah, just because I, I am going to come back and attend. I just heads up. And uh, my, I was doing public speaking. Just so I can get uh, the CCF credit done. Oh, um, yeah. And then that that professor was like, cool, we meet once a week. So you're missing the the intro class and all it is is icebreakers, but your first speech is going to be, you need to be about your trip. Cool. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, the next professor was like, yeah, excuse, it's excuse, whatever. There's nothing you need to make up. Just, you know, remind me not to drop you. Oh, Cool, yeah. perfect. And then the next guy was like, Every day of an excused absence, you will lose .5 GPA. So the highest you will get is a 2.0, which is still passing, but you need to get perfect for the whole rest of the, for the, whole rest of the quarter, and you can't miss any other days. And I really needed that class. To uh, It was one of the graduation requirements. So I was like, uh, I, I can do that. And he was such a butthole the <laughs> whole time. He was the kind of guy who would um, – it, it took me way too long to notice, but he would say something insane – and I'd be like, "Hey, that doesn't that, that doesn't sound right." He goes, "Okay, well, that's what's going to be on the test because that's what's in in the textbook. So this is what we're just going to proceed with." I'm, okay, I guess that shuts down my question, but whatever. And then halfway through the quarter, this motherfucker wrote his own textbook. <laughs> 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 he was te- teaching his own textbook, and he just d- d- never wanted to answer questions, whatever. And then you know, end up, I, I I got the grade, and he gave me a four zero. He didn't even pay attention. He phoned in his whole class. Oh, yeah. And didn't even... That sounds like my psychology. Yeah. Uh,
0: the, the, I did, like, Psychology 101. And he was... I can't remember his name. But he was such a hippie. Like, he actually told us to do acid once. Like, he's like, if you guys ever get a chance, you should really do acid. It, it's a mind-opening experience. Because he was... I don't remember what professor at... It was, like, Berkeley or some shit like that that, like, made all of his students do acid. Uh, he was one of them. <laughs> he really was, and he was like, and it was like nothing. Like we did the only, even remotely psychology thing that we did in that class was every day we would meditate for fifteen minutes. In the like the beginning of class, it was everybody would come. He'd shut down the lights. He'd put on some weird ass I don't know instrument <laughs> instrumental. I'm pretty sure there was a didgeridoo one day type thing and we would meditate for 15 minutes and if you snored then you failed (laughs) that was like that was his only thing like that was the only thing that set him off and we took notes on whatever rambling crap came out of his mouth one day he brought in a speaker uh to do the class and it was a llama and it was not the kind of llama you're thinking of at the moment (laughs) i totally expected him to be bringing in an animal no it was like not the dalai llama it was one of his underlings or something like that. One of the the uh, the holy people from the temple in uh, in this area was uh, he's a like a Buddhist monk, Lama, or I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know how that works out. But he came in in a robe, and he like we were supposed to ask him questions, and nobody had any kind of legitimate questions to ask because that spirituality is so far removed from. This area that nobody even knew like what you ask. like what kind of god do you believe in? <laughs> <laughs> Why you wear that robe? Well, I'd wear that robe too. It looked comfy as shit. <laughs>
1: robes do sound amazing.
0: It really does. <laughs>
1: like, 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 man, I wish it were socially acceptable just to wear robes everywhere. Right?
0: That was actually the best thing I ever brought on a deployment. I know that sounds really Air Force for any vets that that listen to this, but my last my last trip to uh, to UAE, I brought my robe uh, so that when I'd have to walk to the uh, the the showers, I could just put that on instead of having to put my you know stinky ass PT gear on, walk down there, and you know flip flops and PT gear, shower, and then walk back. I could just. I just threw on my robe and flip flops and walked down the hall to the to the shower room. And as <laughs> so I was walking down the hall, you'd see all these guys go, "Oh, that's a really smart idea." And then about four weeks later, everybody had robes in that in that barrack. It was
1: funny. <laughs> yeah, I know when I was in uh, when I was in AD, like y- the the bathrooms were in separate buildings, so so you had to get like in uniform to, to right. go. And you know flip flops are not allowed. Yeah, that's not a part of the uniform. So you got to get you know your real tennis shoes on. You got to put socks on. And I so every single time you get up to take a leak at four in the morning or whatever, there's just some senior mass sergeant with nothing better to do. You know, 200 yards away, yeah. like with binoculars, like that guy's not wearing socks. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna run over there and light him up, even though he's only walking 12 feet from the door of his building to the door of the 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 Cadillac to go take a leak.
0: Do you know what they do when they retire?
1: What job they get
0: when they retire? No, they're game wardens. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. sighs>
1: just the fun police. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: Cause, yeah, because you guys still have the Cadillacs there, didn't you? Yeah,
1: yeah. When I was there, yeah. that
0: you just say that word, and like most people, are like oh. Like a hoopty? No. Yeah, I,
1: you, n- n- now you can just bring, you bring clothes, do whatever. It's yeah. yeah. I think they're finally realizing like, this is dumb. We're just driving people to kill themselves. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Well, and I could still like you say Cadillac to anybody who's ever been in one of those, and like, you instantly get this smell. Like you can smell it when somebody yeah, says so, that word. Yeah.
1: So for anyone who doesn't know what a Cadillac is, it is if you took a trailer mobile home and converted it into one big open bathroom yeah that, that that's it and it smells exactly like it sounds <laughs> uh, and, and and then it's you, always you said, wet uh, <laughs> the, the reason that pee bottles exist in the military is you know there's some people who are just disgusting and then and then there's the other people who are like I'm not going to go get yelled at just cuz I have to pee at 3:30 oh, yeah. in the morning and I don't want to get fully dressed to do it yep so yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I filled up my share of Gatorade bottles. <laughs> Still smell yeah. those catalogs. Uh, tearing
1: tearing <laughs> down the tents in Nicaragua and they like lift up the floors. So oh, God. Just thousands and thousands of pee bottles. And you didn't, like, there were no rules in Nicaragua. No. no. There, there, there were, they were not enforced. But I, yeah, it was. The, the amount of scorpions
0: that I would, like, step on and shit like that walking out at night. I, I get why people filled up piss bottles.
1: Yeah, like, you know, I, I didn't even, you know, I went outside to piss. I didn't go to the outhouse. That's, yeah. You know, I just, I went outside and I just did it <laughs> in the middle yeah. of the night. But uh, apparently that was going the extra mile <laughs> <laughs> compared, to, compared to everyone else.
0: <laughs> yeah, but right next to all those piss bottles, there was a shitload of liquor bottles. Uh, liquor yeah. Bottles too. So there's a reason. I'm surprised those. Yeah. That's pe- and that's why I went outside too. I, I didn't even yeah, care pe- people, half the time.
1: Like, after I cross trained into Intel, um, I'd tell people I used to be services, and they're like, Oh man, that must have been horrible. Like in, in a lot of ways, yeah. Yeah. But also we had all the booze. So <laughs> We it, had everything it, it, that
0: it, made life even remotely yeah, enjoyable. Like, it evened out. Yeah.
1: You know, uh there was a, a while when I was in the deed where they were really low on Gatorade. So mm-hmm. they were like, Okay, only um only uh C escorts mm. and security forces can get Gatorades. And it was like it was like being a meth dealer. Oh god, yeah. You guys would roll up and be like, I, I need a case of Gatorade, man. I'm like, what do you got? Yeah. And then, and then one guy was like, Do you want to go sit in a Patriot? Yeah. I <laughs> 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 I-, I do. <laughs>
0: Wait. Can I push the button? No. <laughs> you get a half a case of Gatorade
1: for that. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> I, I did some cool stuff. You know, when
0: I was in, uh, that's what, so <clears throat> when I was in Diego, Gar- Diego Garcia, um, it was like that too, because there was only four of us, and there's a lot of stories that we're going to get into from Diego, because I was with the polar opposite sergeants. So I was with E-Step and, and Miller. And it was just like, if you could, it, it was seriously the military odd couple. It really was. <clears throat> but the cool thing was, is like, so I worked forced bed down. So I worked lodging. So anybody, when they would check out, like um, not really check out. So when they would leave on their rotation, there would be a whole tent that would leave all at the same time. Cause they were all from, they're all the same squadron. They're all rotating out. So I'd have to go in there and make sure that that tent was clean enough that you could put people in because they were coming in, in a couple of days. So I'd go in there. Well, all these, all these guys that were in these tents, they'd be like, okay, look, we got you hooked up. All of our stuff is cleaned out. So I'd go in there and if they had booze or anything like that, they would all put it in one wall locker for me. <laughs> so I would walk in there and I would have cartons of cigarettes that they couldn't take with them booze. Cause you weren't allowed to take booze back with you on the rotator. That's for sure. But and so I would take all this stuff after all these guys found out because a lot of times they were found they found out that they were leaving like the day before. So it was like they couldn't take it all with them. So they just, you know, toss it to me and I'd sign off on their checklist so that they could get on the plane. And I would turn around and sell all that booze <laughs> right back to people because <laughs> the shopette would run dry real quick because in that place. So. Diego Garcia is a small island in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Like, there's a chain of islands that the British own for strategic crab purposes of some kind. I'm not real sure what the hell's there. But the British own it. The Navy operates out of it, and the Air Force used to run um, B-52s out of there. I don't know if they still do. I know they still go there, but I don't know what uh, airframes they they run out of there now. But uh, so all these... <laughs> The, uh, on the Air Force side, it was all tense still. Um, they had a little shop at where you could go and buy sodas and beer and everything like that. And the rule on the island was you're not allowed to be drunk. You could be all sorts of other things like three sheets to the wind, fucking hammered, but you weren't allowed to be drunk. With the second somebody said you're drunk, you had to go home and go to bed. <laughs> I was like, all right, so we're not going to use that word. But you were allowed to buy two cases of beer per person per day. That's like, (laughs) where is all this beer coming in from? Well, it's all expired. Bud Light and and Budweiser is is about the only thing you could get. And it was, you know, six months past its fresh date, but it was coming off some Navy supply ship in the middle of the uh, lagoon. (laughs) That's where they kept it all. (laughs) And it was like, but it would take them, you know, three or four days to to fill up the shop at, and they'd fill it up, and
1: it'd all be gone real quick. So, yeah, the worst beer I've ever had was it was just a Miller light. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but like the day that I had, we um have you ever met my buddy Justin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. would have at the wedding. But um yeah. he was he was the, the kind of guy who was just like if you're like, hey man this is a bad idea, he just quit like, me a pussy. <laughs> and then <laughs> y- you can't argue with that. No. So uh we we we're like, hey, let's let's go take a bike ride one day. And it was you know July, uh, and uh, we left from I left from my place, my old place. Is that by you know that iron <coughs> skillet? Yeah. Uh, the 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 truck stop. Yep. Yeah. So and I rode his place in Cheney, and we went out to the Fish Lake Trail and oh. um, out <coughs> like, basically rode to Sprague. Yeah. And uh, and back, so that's <laughs> probably. Th- 30 miles to Sprague, at least, and then on the way back. And it was like 110 degrees. Oh, wow. Um, and we each had a camelback, and we just drained him immediately. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it, you're out in the, yeah.
0: the the scab rock yeah, out there. Like, he uh,
1: <laughs> he took his shirt off and still wearing his camelback. So he had a camelback just burned in his back, <laughs> like the outline, <laughs> for like a year. It just never went away. Like, it was bad. We uh, just ran out of water immediately. We got out to Amber Lake uh which is pretty far. And we're like, Hey, um, we're out of water, like, should we go back? And he's quit me in a pussy. <laughs> so <laughs> so on we go and get out to Sprague. Uh, there's just get out there, there's nothing there. There's an outhouse when where the trail ends, the oh, trail yeah. trailhead. And then you turn around and we're like half a mile back and just hear like the <laughs> and and I'm, I'm I'm looking down on my tire, like, did I pick up a piece of brush or what's going on? And, and look, it's not my bike. And and we stop, and I'm like, hey man, I think you got a brush or whatever? And we stop, and you still hear it, and that's when you realize, oh fuck, it's this tire. Oh, uh, and you know, of course, neither of us were prepared for anything, and it's just gravel and dirt out that far. It's Fish Lake starts as a really nice like paved trail for like yeah. a mile. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like p- people go out rollerblading, and then it's just, it's over. So. So now now we're walking, like and oh. I, so he he's walking his bike because he's got a just a total flat, and we don't have anything to fix it, so we're walking back and walking back and it's uh, 110 degrees and we're both out of water and finally it was just like hey man um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go, <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and like I, so like I'm gonna I'm gonna ride. And then I will go to your house, and I'll get your car, and I'll meet you at Amber Lake. Because that's the only spot where you can, where the trail, cr- the closest spot where the trail crossed a road. Oh, okay, yeah. And just, we had phones, but you just couldn't get a signal out there. Yeah. And I ended up, uh, we came back into, I, I got to uh, to Amber Lake. And right as I got there, the people were pulling up. And I'm like, oh, man, if, like if they would just be cool enough to give me a ride, I'll just leave my bike. And they can give me a ride in It's It'll be 15 minutes for them. Is two old couples. Uh Yeah, this old couple. So I asked, and they're like, "Eh, it's it's our anniversary, and all we're doing is coming out to fish. Uh So maybe. And um, it turned out he he had a cell signal. His phone kind of worked, and mine didn't. So um, I was like, let me just call a bunch of people and, and see what happens. And no one answered their phone. Of course not. Yeah, because it's a weird number, right? You know, which is why I still always answer the freaking phone, even though three times a day it's just like, "Hi, I'm the Marriott Hotels. And you want a vacation?" <laughs> just because this, because of this story, because of this story. So, uh, um, I tried a bunch of people. No one answered. Left some voicemails, and he's like, "You know what? Your friend's not gonna be here for a while anyway. Just by the time he shows up." Uh, I will have you know, drank enough beer and, and fished enough to where you know I'll, I'll give you right out. I'll give you right back in the genie. It's fine. So I went back, caught up with him. We walked you know a couple hours later, and finally showed up, and uh, and came back. And he he told me his he hey, somebody called back. I don't know who they were, but they said they're on their way. Oh, which is totally cool because he's like I don't I don't know your name, and he said he couldn't hear him in the voicemail, so he was just on his. Which is like that's a friend,
0: right? Who was it? And,
1: uh, it was one of my brother's friends. Oh, wow. So, like, someone that um, I probably hadn't talked to in, like, two years anyway. But, but you
0: <laughs> randomly knew their name? Or you had yeah, yourself yeah, on the Yeah, yeah I, I was literally now.
1: just trying to call everyone. Like, everyone I had saved. Um, well, everyone I knew who was in the area. And he had He's a couple years behind me mm. in high school. Uh, so, he was in college, and my brother was still in, in high school. Oh, okay. So I think he was a freshman. He had just started. So I, so, I knew he was in Cheney. But yeah, he he dropped everything he was doing. He came out and got us. But and that old guy was like, "Hey, uh, I don't need water, but I do have cold beer." <laughs> so, and I had been probably dangerously dehydrated for seven hours at this point. Wow! <laughs> and I was like, "That sounds amazing." And he gave me this Miller Light, and I I'm, he immediately got a migraine. Yeah, and I wanted to throw it all up, but I couldn't. Oh, it yeah. was the. You I mean, the worst decision I think I've ever made <laughs> was drinking a beer right then, because it was terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I did that golfing where I was like, I I know I got to hit. Well, I started off drinking though, so that's not the same at all. That was my buddy's bachelor party. Did
1: you didn't go to Josh's bachelor party? Did you? Is that the one where you hit me with a golf cart? I don't. And think we broke the windshield.
0: I think that was just random golfing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> his, his his bachelor party, we went like we started off golfing and we started drinking and I I wasn't the designated driver so I didn't have to worry about any of it and we were drinking and I had a flask of some weird flavored vodka of some kind and um it was like I had a whole bunch of random alarms set on my phone. And so every time the alarm would go off, we'd have to, you know, drink from the flask. It was just a thing. So because I was getting him good and fucked up. I didn't want him to remember the day at all. But we were so we were playing golf and it was hot. It was hot out. Not drinking any water whatsoever. And then we went to dinner, um, drank some more there. And then we like ended up at the strip club after doing a bunch of shots next door to the strip club. We went in there and i walked in and immediately went walked out and i spent the the rest of the time we were there throwing up in the parking lot cuz yeah. i had heat exhaustion <laughs> like the second the strobe lights went off i was done i was so i was so sick i i couldn't even speak i couldn't call anybody to like help out like just take me home i don't care <laughs> and i couldn't Every time I walked back close to the door and would see the flashing lights, I'd throw up again. So it was like I couldn't go inside and say, Hey, guys, I'm, I think I'm actually going to die right now. <laughs> so.
1: Did you ever do the, the power hour century club thing?
0: The, the 100 shots of beer
1: in... in 100 minutes? No. I, I tried and failed a few times. I just, I, I just hit a wall at like 85, 90. Yeah. And it's just so full. And you always, doing it with cheap crappy beer so yeah. it's foamy old coarse light and i just uh i don't know i think the most i ever
0: drank in an hour was when i think it was a party that you had and we made the we, we stole the coolers from the unit and we made the hop skip and go naked
1: oh god that was the worst party ever to clean up after because everyone because that was a really good drink and remember, we just like, somebody disassembled the beer bong hose, and we're just drinking, <laughs> just drinking out of the tub. So fruit, fruit chunks, and all, and it was just the whole house. Oh, was that stoked. was the spody then, because yeah. the
0: hop skip and go naked doesn't have any fruit. Okay, in it yeah, well, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Hop skip and go naked is the is that thirty bomb. It was like to,
1: the, the lemonade thing. Yeah, You so okay.
0: you have to you have to have a like a thirty bomb of bush light or whatever, really cheap you know light beer um the whole thing of the country time lemonade and like a gallon of vodka and you mix them all together and so it's you get this flat beer shandy with vodka in it and it's after the first one it's amazing like that first one kind of sucks because it's got that flat flat beer taste to it but after there's so much vodka in that that you yeah, after one you're pretty much drunk.
1: We spent like two days cleaning up throwing up fruit chunks all over the house after <laughs> after the after the spody. And then the Hop Skip Go Naked party was the next one where we we're like, we gotta make another huge drink, but no fruit this time because that's the smart thing to do. Right. And and then after that with no more giant drinks. <laughs> it was, it was, I'm tired of cleaning thirty people's puke out of this house. Right.
0: And that's the show, folks. Thanks for joining us.
1: You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Not A Terribly Good Podcast.
0: We'll see you next week.